guys, welcome back to Thick and Thin with me, Katie Bilotti, and this, if you are new here, is a podcast all about life, love, all sorts of things that happen in my life in the Big Apple. New York City is where I am based, where I've been for about a year now, a little over a year, um, and yeah, this is a podcast, and it would not be a podcast if it wasn't, you know, starting out with me complaining about something, so, okay, I have had all sorts of technological issues in the past couple of days and it's been like just various things like my phone alarm did not go off this morning or like it did but like it wasn't on sound so like I didn't wake up on time and like whole nightmare not to mention my podcasting equipment has been like just not working not my microphone but like my computer which I guess I you know is kind of my fault I mean not really but like I've had this this iMac that I've been um, using for all my videos all my podcasts I've had this thing since I looked back 2013 2013 is when I bought this computer and it is now 2019 and I'm thinking it might be time for a new one um, because it just gives me all sorts of problems but I have like such a love for this computer because it's it's gotten me through so many things like I've made so many videos and so many podcasts about so many topics that I just you know hold near and dear and I just like cannot bring myself to part with this freaking computer although I probably need to it's like it's like Carrie um in that one episode of Sex in the City where her computer crashes and she didn't back anything up and she just like doesn't want all of her work to be gone and her like her life which is her computer to be gone so yeah I'm just like Carrie in that I don't want to get rid of this computer but it always just brings me so much so many expletives, honestly, <laughs> come with this computer. But, you know, one day I will buy a new one when I feel like it's necessary. I'm one of those people when it's like, um, you know, when it's not broken, don't fix it. That's like my mentality. But anyway, so I, I not to mention, guys, like I just want to say I blame all of this, just everything, all of my problems on Mercury and retrograde, because as you guys know, today, Monday, when I'm recording this is the first day of Mercury and retrograde, this like new cycle of mercury being in retrograde which um there's a lot involved in that and I'm not going to get into it and get all spiritual and such on you guys right now you know this early in the episode but I'm just going to be blaming everything that goes wrong for the you know foreseeable future the next few weeks on mercury in retrograde because just everything just goes wrong especially technology I've heard you shouldn't be you know making any major investments either things like that like there's all this all this stuff that goes into mercury in retrograde but you know not to mention like, yeah, that's happening, but also it's summertime, it's hot AF, it's the end of cuffing season, which was, you know, what winter time was when it was all cold and all you wanted to do was like cuddle with a boy or something. And now it's like the end of cuffing season, people are getting out of their relationships, people are being dumped. Um, a lot of things are happening in the world and, you know, not to say relationships is like the center of my existence, but like it is, it's a big part of things, um, especially in the city where I'm going on dates a lot and someone is currently... One of those days is currently texting me right now. I'm going to put my phone on silent. But I wanted to make tonight's episode, you know, have a little bit of a romantic spin to it because it's been a little while since I've done an episode on something like this. I feel like it's been, honestly, since the the Valentine's episode, that was like the last one where I did like a full-fledged, I think, I'm like really bad at remembering what I talk about, but I think that was the last time I did like a full-fledged um, relationship episode. Um, so tonight I'm going to be talking, I mean, it's kind of going to be all over the place, but you know, this just overall guys this is like a scary scary time of life you know it's like the Sunday scaries are happening just every day for me right now I don't know if it's like an, a widespread feeling but usually 
I feel like whenever I talk about these sort of things, you guys are like nodding in agreement. Like, oh, this is totally something that's happening to me, happening to me too. It's like a scary time. A lot is going wrong. A lot is confusing. You know, I was feeling this way today, especially at work when I, you know, woke up late and I was like, fuck, this is about to be the worst day ever because I didn't get to straighten my hair and it's just, it's hot out. It's raining to, you know, make matters even worse. And it was just a shitty day, you know, to be honest. And I got through it, you know, needless to say, I, I, you know, got through it. It was just a day after all. It's just a Monday. It's, you know, the Monday after a holiday weekend, but it's a Monday. But, you know, I, I kind of caught myself just, just thinking, processing, you know, sitting at my desk, sipping my extremely caffeinated red eye coffee. I, I drink this coffee called an iced red eye, and it's like quite literally what it sounds like, a very hefty helping of, of caffeine. And I was just thinking about how recently in the city and just in general, I've been feeling kind of like I've been walking in like slow motion, like just in my life, like walking, just picture that figuratively, like not exactly, you know, really walking, but just kind of just meandering life, navigating life in a fog, in a confused fog state of like quicksand where I feel like I'm just sinking and falling. (laughs) Like it sounds like a dream. I feel like I've been also having some you know, nightmares periodically about like falling or like sinking or, you know, all the dream, the people that are very into dreams um, will be able to diagnose these sort of things probably a lot better. But for me, it just feels like a, a very weird period of just like, I don't know what's going on. And I just feel like I'm kind of in a fog. And so, you know, in these periods, when I feel this sort of sensation, you know, it, it just makes me want to work harder to figure out what's going on and you know get to the bottom of it so that's what tonight's episode is kind of talking about that talking about you know relationships also and just your romantic life and why we get so caught up in you know what our perfect person looks like you know I feel like recently in my friendships we've been we've been you know going through a time um, all my friends and I you know aside from maybe two of them there's like probably in my like immediate friend group there's probably like 10 or 12 of us like give or take I mean a couple of them are in Boston they're still my friends of course but they're not like my you know core people that are you know in the city that I see like every day um everyone has just you know become single you know by one way or another it's like a freaking epidemic guys and I even like took a poll on my Instagram asking you guys I I, like did an invasive little questionnaire and I was like uh how many of you guys are single or like who's single and who's in a relationship and it was like 68 percent or 70 something of people are single not to say they were in a relationship and things ended but like I just feel like based on a lot of the things I'm getting in my dms a lot of people are you know coming out of relationships you know things are ending fizzling or they've ended it or you know just a number of things and so I wanted to talk today you know about you know especially when we're in this period of you know if you are in a, a kind of a fog like you know, period of your life where you feel like something just ended and now you're like, you're feeling either unresolved or you're kind of just feeling like, okay, now what? Like, now what? That feels like, you know, honestly, it was really funny because our senior year thing, like me and my friends, you know, our senior year, like everyone has like a little thing, like a little like phase in their friendships, like where like a a phrase just rings very true and they use that like whenever they possibly can in every Instagram caption, just like in general. And our thing for senior year was now what? It's like, okay, we graduated. We did all these things we were supposed to do. Now what? It's like the big now what is just post-grad. And I made a whole episode on post-grad, which if you are, you know, new here, you should listen to it. But 
you know, kind of, I feel like I'm kind of in the now what period of my life. You know, to be honest, I, I don't, I open up about relationships on here, but I'm, I'm kind of, I, I choose what I want to be private about in terms of, you know, things I'm going through and, you know, who I'm like actually seriously seeing. I've seen a lot of serious you know, people are been serious with people and I haven't quite opened up with, about it or haven't posted him on Instagram, you know, and there's things I feel like people don't know. And so, you know, I feel, you know, for, for one way or another, I feel like I'm also in kind of that phase. You know, I went through this little, little period on Instagram where I'm I went through and unfollowed a ton of the guys that I had been, you know, recent or not recently, but just ever involved with, you know, that I don't consider a close friend. I just unfollowed them like ruthlessly, you know, because I feel like I'm in this this kind of foggy period of life, but I'm like doing everything in my power to make it not like that and just, you know, infuse some clarity into my life and really just, you know, see straight in terms of you know, valuing myself better. Just a lot of things are changing in my life. You know, I think I feel like this is a really, you know, big, big, you know, turning point for me and for a lot of people because, you know, I'm going to say something that's going to probably scare you, but guys, in less than six months, less than six months, it's going to be 2020, the year 2020, which I will say is like in every futuristic movie in like the, the late 90s, you know, even probably earlier than that honestly yeah earlier than that 2020 was you know displayed as being like the futuristic year like the year when you know you know cars would fly and things like that and that is quite literally in less than six months you know we are most of us are going to live to see 2020 which is just crazy to me that we're going to be in a year 20 I, I just can't even like fathom it you know some of you guys are probably like okay kitty get over it it's not a big deal but like 2020 guys you know in less than six months, it will be the year 2020. We have to stop accepting mediocrity in our lives, okay? I want to get that tattooed on my forehead because, you know, I feel like up until now, I have been quite literally accepting, you know, for the most part, there's been some really great things in there that, you know, thrown into the mix and relationships and just choices I've made that have been really great choices and really great relationships where I've really learned something and I've really, you know, become better but there's also been some moments where I've just accepted full-on mediocrity in my relationships and just in my life. And, you know, I feel like sometimes we get we get so overwhelmed, you know, caught up in the moment of it that we get just overwhelmed by our choice and kind of feel trapped by it and kind of feel like we can't move and we can't, you know, we can't thrive in that. And so I think, you know, relationships ending and just things ending I don't even say relationships because sometimes you know half the things I'm involved in sometimes are you know things at the end of the day you know when you're like in eighth grade and it's like oh they have a thing you know that was like what was big to say in my high school and middle school it was like oh so and so and so and so yeah they have a thing they're talking you know it wasn't oh they were dating because a lot of times it never even progressed to that because you know, the guy decided he didn't want it or the girl decided or, you know, oh, my mom won't let me date. <laughs> my mom won't let me, my mom won't let me go. I was thinking this this past weekend because when I was home, um, one of my past, past flames um, wanted to hang out and I was, you know, genuinely just really busy with my family. Like when I go home, I'm just very much in, invested in seeing my family and just spending as much time with them as possible because, you know, if there's one thing I know, you'll never regret spending time with your family. Like you'll never regret, you know, looking back, oh, I wish I went to July 4th with so-and-so and got, you know, shit-faced. No, I will never regret spending more time with my family. That's a whole nother whole other topic but you know I wanted or I was asked by him to um, hang out and 
I just got very overwhelmed with it. You know, didn't want to say no because I have a hard time saying no, but I've been learning that I need to say no more. And I ended up saying I couldn't go because I, you know, had plans with my family, which was true. It wasn't a lie. But I caught myself wishing <laughs> that I could use the excuse that I had used so many times in high school and middle school when I lived under my parents' roof, you know, saying the excuse, my mom won't let me go. <laughs> like, what if, what if on every like bad date or like just any you know time where we don't want to see the guy again and we don't you know want to you know have to stoop to ghosting him but we just want him to go away you know what if we use the excuse my mom won't let me go (laughs) oh they probably don't even think this is funny at all but like what if we just like all of us like as a collective group just start using this excuse and see see where it takes us you know I just I'm genuinely curious you know what guys would say if you know in the city you know me honestly like having no right to say it living under my own roof that I pay for and having my own curfew and bedtime saying oh I don't (laughs) it's not that I don't want to go on the date my mom won't let me go (laughs) okay I'm done with that that's like a little dumb little thing I just thought I would say (laughs) but what if we did that okay so I do want to you know kind of I, I digress into the whole discussion of you know when when things end when things fizzle out when things are over okay over like a huge final word over it's over between us you know I've always wanted to say that like aggressively be like you know to every guy that's ever wronged me I wish I could just like go back in time and you know dump him before he dumped me and be like it's over and just walk away like flip my hair and like you know be all theatrical about it but you know when it's over you know, and we've kind of accepted it. And, you know, part of us has realized that it's probably for the best. And, you know, we've kind of become mature about it. You know, part of us still kind of mourns it. It's still kind of haunting to us, you know, that either we we feel like we wasted our time. You know, a lot of of the times I feel like I wasted my time. You know, I could have spent more time with my friends instead of spending so much time with this person, this guy that like I'm not going to be with forever. I'm not going to probably ever be with again. You know, we catch ourselves kind of mourning mourning not even the relationship sometimes the relationship but also we're kind of mourning just ourselves and just the the loss of of you know who we were maybe sometimes in it I feel like a lot of times when you get really deep into a relationship you kind of forget who you are a little bit that's when you know it's not the right one obviously because in any good relationship you will not feel like you're losing yourself okay there's going to be some balance where you feel like you still have a full hold on yourself and this other person compliments you and you know it's that's just how it's going to be I've decided in my head but you know we kind of mourn it it's kind of haunting and you know we kind of we get just get so overwhelmed in the aftermath that we either make really shitty choices aka probably reaching out to the person when we're drunk or you know hooking up with him again and regretting it and being like fuck this is not right you know, I've seen that in a lot of my friends and even in myself sometimes. And it's just a really real thing that happens. Like we can't keep, you know, convincing ourselves that it's not something that happens. It's, it's, it happens, it's shitty, but it's just like, sometimes you just can't bring yourself to move on and it's, it sucks. Or you, you know, text them and you kind of are like, I don't want this to be over. And then, you know, you feel shitty about it or, you know, you kind of, part of you kind of realizes that, you know, they're, they, I don't know, you, you also kind of, you know, assert all these fake fake truths you know you kind of accept or just kind of manufacture all of these lies in your head of you know what you think happened and it just kind of distorts the truth to the point where like you just can't even you shouldn't even think about it and your friends will probably tell you that too you know just move on don't think about it don't text him delete his number whatever 
be done with it. And that's kind of the way I've seen a lot of my friends and, you know, just recent relationships I've seen and unfold. And it's haunting also just because I feel like, okay, I'm going to paint a little picture for you guys. So I was, I was on a train yesterday you know, on my way back from Maryland and the train, the Amtrak train, which I always take from Maryland to um, Penn Station here in New York, goes through, cuts through a lot of like very interesting towns on the way, you know, up, up north. So we always cut through a few um, kind of like there's some nicer suburban towns, but like usually towns that are near train tracks, like usually I'm not, you know, saying, you know, I'm sorry if you live next to the train tracks, but like in general, this is like a very general, like factual statement. A lot of towns near the train, you know, just over time and how it was when it was initially created and such, not really honest. Okay. Whatever. I digress. A lot of towns near train tracks, you know, aren't the best towns, you know, in terms of the houses that are there because a lot of people don't want to live right next to a train. Okay. That's just fact. Um, in New York, we live above the trains everywhere. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, I literally live above a subway. Anyway, I digress again. Um, so a lot of the buildings that are near the train tracks in the different towns that we stop in or, you know, we ride through um, on the way to, to New York, you know, have these abandoned structures. And I saw this one we were stopped you know, at one point um, on the journey, and I saw this just like huge like abandoned structure, like must have been some sort of, you know, it was pretty large. I don't know if it would have been a home, but it was kind of like a skeleton of what was going to be something. You know, someone had had this idea, had drafted these blueprints, had actually put down the, you know, the plaster and the mortar or whatever goes into making a house. I did Habitat for Humanity, but like I didn't, (laughs) I didn't really know what it went into the basement part of it. Um, You know, and it had just, you know, had this dream and then it just never came to fruition. And it actually reminded me a lot of when I went abroad to Santorini, Greece. And it was our spring break, our fall break, rather. We went to Santorini. If you ever have a chance to go to Santorini or just Greece in general, definitely do it. It's such an, I mean, it's beautiful. It's like an unreal time. But it's also very sobering because a lot of the Greek, Grecian, Grecian, um, the countryside or like the areas in Santorini, you know, are just have these huge abandoned structures you know and I I did some like research or I asked some tour guides like when I was there about like what it was all about and it was just like the financial crisis of like 2008 or something that did it and you know these structures have been abandoned for years and years and years and people like go and hang out in them and do Instagram photo shoots and stuff but like at the end of the day they are abandoned structures and I couldn't help but think you know while I was, you know, going through this journey on the train and then also just thinking about Greece and how many I'd seen in Greece. And, you know, I feel like a lot of our my past relationships, maybe others, people feel the same way, but, you know, I, I kind of view them as these abandoned structures, you know? Like, it's almost like it's beautiful. They're beautiful, but they're haunting. They're scary looking, like, you know, kind of. If you look at them like a certain angle and turn your head a certain way, they're kind of creepy looking, okay? And a lot of my past relationships, I just kind of look back in my memory, like I'm looking, you know, through, just looking through the window of a train at these abandoned structures and just looking at them and gawking at them thinking, wow, like, that was something that I initially, when I initially dreamt it up and thought about it and was like, I'm going to do this and pursue this, you know, I thought it was going to be something so beautiful and so, you know, just 
I don't know, like, I don't know what these these people probably thought these structures were going to be. Like, their vacation homes, like, a lot of them in Greece were just, like, on a cliff, and, like, they're just abandoned, massive structures, like skeletons. You know, someone had thought that that was going to be something that was either going to bring them a lot of joy or a lot of, you know money or something of that nature and you know there was a lot of a lot of dreaming that went into that maybe not as much as like into a relationship but like there's there was dreaming that went into that and then at the end of the day it just ended up being something that was left behind and I actually yesterday went on reddit and just just looking like you know fucking around on reddit I always do that I just love reading through reddit and just like getting lost in a hole of it but I was looking up threads that were about, um, you know, the abandoned structures in Greece because there's actually a lot of them. There's like a lot of theories and a lot of just fact of like the financial crisis. But there was this whole thread on the structures and someone had said in the thread, they said, quote unquote, people go broke trying. And that just like really stuck out to me as being something that I was like, whoa there, Nelly. Like that is something that really applies to me because I feel like in a lot of relationships, people quite literally go broke trying. You know, they run out of love trying because they just, I mean, there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of factors. You know, sometimes it can be just, you know, just trying to make something work because you either care for the, the, care for the person in a way that isn't love and you just really care for them because I think that's a possibility or you just so perfect or just so, so profoundly you know, want something to just work in your life. You just want this to work out because it'd be a lot easier for you and just for everyone involved if it just worked out and didn't crash and burn and then, like, everyone has to pick up the pieces and help you get your life together after and, like, or you having to pick up your own pieces and figure it out. You know, it just would be a lot easier that way. And a lot of us view our lives kind of like that, you know, as a series of checklists and boxes. And I talk about this a lot because I just quite literally view everything as a list that's just how my brain works apparently and you know we always we get caught up in these people you know becoming kind of a check on the the list of the check on the box or check of the box on the list for us and I think a lot of times that kind of drives us to view our significant others as you know lists kind of a series of characteristics that we you know vibe with check 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 he's above six feet he is dark brown hair check 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 he likes to cook check because I don't cook that's for sure um you know things like that and so I think oftentimes we we kind of get caught up in in viewing people as lists and the fact of the matter is people aren't lists okay they aren't and we can't view them like that and we can't view our lives as lists you know we can view maybe our to-do list and I think a to-do list is great but I also think you know, there's there's so much that revolves around lists to the point or just like bulleted just of any sort that kind of drive us a little bit insane. So taking a little break to discuss tonight's sponsor. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Lola, as many of my episodes are because I genuinely love this company with all of my heart and soul. So basically in a nutshell, Lola is a female founded company that offers a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners, and now they also offer sex products as well. So I use their tampons personally and it's a subscription service, so they always come right to my door in their cute little box. And I feel really good about using them. Not only are they all natural 
and organic and all those things but they're also created you know by women with women in mind and they are you know products you can feel good about using because you know exactly what's in them you know what you're putting in your body also their products are specially formulated to help maintain vaginal ph which is actually extremely important it makes your time of the month a little bit easier their subscription is fully customizable which is really great so you can choose a mix of products you know mix of absorbency number of boxes frequency etc you can fully customize your plan i just freaking love this brand because they're fully transparent and open about what's in their products but also they just want to make your life easier you know they want just everything to be customized to you and you don't have to run out and go get your box of tampons from like a drugstore you can just you know know that they're going to be delivered how many you know exactly what you need every single month or whenever you want them delivered so and all of their Sex by Lola products are tested by gynecologists, tried and true, are going to help you maintain a happy and healthy pH, which is really, really great just overall for your vaginal health um, and important to consider because a lot of brands do not consider what gynecologists think uh, and know to be true, you know, people that actually know the vagina. So, and as always, I have a little deal for you guys. If you guys want 40% off of all subscriptions on Lola, all you have to do is visit my, that's M, M is in mango, M-Y-Lola-L-O-L-A.com and enter my code, hello Katie. that's hello, K-A-T-Y, uh, when you subscribe and you can get 40% off of all subscriptions. That's hello, H-E-L-L-O-K-A-T-Y for 40% off of all subscriptions on Lola. So yeah, thank you to Lola for always sponsoring the podcast. Thank you for believing in my rambles um, and I will carry on with the podcast now. <laughs> And you know, me with my list maker mind, I, I'm very guilty of this. I get into the habit of, you know, when I'm when I'm going in the, through the motions of meeting someone and dating someone or going on dates with someone or considering dating someone, I, you know, as I'm talking to them, as I'm texting them, conversing with them in any sort of way, I kind of just mentally am checking these boxes. Like, oh, okay, he, he's a family guy. He likes his family. You know, okay, he's six feet. Like, you know, oh, check, check, check. Like, all these things that check, 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 check. And then when one thing comes along where I'm like, oh, I don't know about that, I leave the box blank and I'm like, that's a red flag. <laughs> and like, how shitty is that, by the way? It's pretty shitty that I do that. But it's just something that, you know, I don't know. I think a lot of people do it. And I just want to say, you know, some revelation that I've come to recently um, is, you know, as I said, people aren't lists. And also, I think, you know, when you meet the right person, the list is just going to go out the window. The list is going to disintegrate. It's going to burn, you know, burst into flames. It's not going to exist in your mind. You're not even going to think about the list. You're going to laugh at the list later on when you're walking down the aisle towards the person and you're like, this guy, you know, has maybe three things on the list that I initially had, but like it's there, you know, the spark is there, it's, it's there. And I think that it's about time that we kind of embrace the idea of going through life maybe without a list in mind, especially for relationships, but also kind of in other ways as well. I feel like there's been this, this trend on social media recently. I've been seeing a lot of influencers do it where they post like their, their list of things that they're going to do that day. Not like a to-do list per se, because I do respect like to-do lists and like, you know, mantra lists of like goals you have, but like going through their day, like broken out into times, like timestamps of like 6 a.m. Wake up, go to Pilates, 7 a.m. Check emails, 8 a.m. Go to lunch meeting, like things like that. And influencers are posting a lot of these, like just lists of things they're going to do that day and just I always catch, catch myself wondering you know do they even like bracket out time or like just do they do they bracket time for them to pee like do they ever ever go to the bathroom like I'm just curious <laughs> like I always want to know 
Um, but like, I just think that there's kind of a flaw in that because I mean, yeah, like you should do whatever works for you, but posting it on social media almost kind of puts it in people's faces. Like, Oh, I'm productive. Look at me. Oh my God. If you're not productive, go die in a hole, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm, I'm not ever going to do one of those myself, not to say people that do are, are bad people by any nature, but I think it also kind of glorifies this whole idea of like, you need to be busy all the time. You need to hustle, hustle, hustle. And like, you need to respect the hustle. I literally had a sign above my desk in freshman year of college that said hustle in all caps. And, you know, I think that there's kind of a, like to an extent it's okay, but like, you know, classically in any human trendy way, we always kind of push something too far, like take a trend and just explode it, you know, out of proportion of how it should be. And we kind of drive ourselves crazy in the process. And, you know, like hustling and like, you know, doing that, like over just over exerting our emotional or our romantic lives in the sense where we need every person we date to like check off these little boxes and we get like we freak out when like we we develop feelings for someone that doesn't check the boxes like cue any romantic film where the girl falls for someone she didn't think she was going to fall for and like she goes through like a chaotic like you know couple of scenes of her like doing everything she can to you know not feel this way towards this person because they don't match what she thinks you know all of her boxes you know look like and you know I think all the boxes all the checklists all that stuff is just absolute bullshit because at the end of the day people aren't lists you know like I said and and our life should not revolve around lists and I actually wrote this down in my journal I wrote down something about this I need to find it I have so many little notes when I'm on a train I just I just write for for days for for days literally um I wrote down People who think they know what they're looking for are kidding themselves. No one really knows what they're looking for until it's standing right in front of them. Stop accepting mediocrity because it's what you think you deserve because it's the best you think you can do. It's kind of unrelated to the above thing that I wrote. I kind of just wrote in a train of thought sort of situation, but it all does relate because I think sometimes when we have this list in front of us, you know, when we, we think someone checks all or most of the boxes, we kind of accept mediocrity because we don't, we're kind of accepting something that looks good on paper and not something that feels right for us. And so, you know, in this new season of us moving forward and not, maybe not being in a relationship, like if you are, I'm really sorry for this whole episode. <laughs> but, you know, it kind of just, just does make you think, maybe come back to this one if you um, ever get broken up with or break up with someone. But like, you know, when, when they were, we're in this season of, you know, fresh newness, even though sometimes it does feel like we're walking in a fog and we're kind of just have no freaking idea what's going on, you know, it's kind of a clarity moment for us where we get to realize that, you know, we have to stop accepting the mediocrity that we find in, you know, these lists that we make. And sometimes, a lot of times there's going to be moments where things don't deserve a list, things won't require a list, you know. And this, this might be scary to hear, guys, but I think in this new season we need to accept these, these three things. You know, may, or these three mantras, rather. Let's make it a mantra thing. May we never be complete. May we never be content. May we never be perfect. And that's not to say that, you know, we're never, we're swearing off men and we're swearing off or women and relationships in general. We're swearing off everything that isn't us because that's not, that's not what I'm saying here. I think that even when you feel like you're in the quote unquote perfect, you know, end all be all relationship with that special person, I still feel like we won't feel like we are complete 
not necessarily in our romantic life because you know that's just like a little sector of us you know I think we you know in the right relationship you won't feel like it's consuming it's all consuming in your life and you have nothing no more energy left for other things and for other you know other you know outlets and other you know I feel like in life like we're never gonna feel complete we're never gonna feel like we fully are done and that's the beauty of of life and especially life right now when a lot of us have a lot of choices that we can make you know I I become kind of obsessed with watching like British dramas <laughs> there's this one on Amazon Prime that I really love it's called Vanity Fair there's only like seven episodes I'm like pacing myself because I don't want to like finish it too soon and be like well now what uh, there we go again now what um, so I've been watching this the show and it's crazy to me how few rights women had in you know just honestly many ma- the majority of history okay and I, I feel like I always come back to this because I'm just so like into this I mean even yesterday when I was reading about the world cup and you know women's uh the pay gap in terms of you know how little women are paid in regards to their male counterparts you know I I saw this thing on Instagram and it was just the craziest freaking oh my god I think it's probably gone now but essentially I mean I'm not going to bore you with the details but well not that it would be boring because this is like craziness guys but like I'll find it again and put it on my story but you know women get paid so much less than men so yes equality is still not achieved you know in this day and age but we still do have so much more that we can do with our lives now than we used to and we cannot take that for granted okay we cannot you know invest our whole life into finding a spouse because you know our our women counterparts of like the 1800s would really really look at us and like be like what the fuck are you doing like I mean probably in much prettier terms but like we have so much we can do with our lives now so we should never feel like we are maybe completed by one person but like also we should just never feel like we're done you know and we should never be content with you know where we are we should always be striving you know for something else maybe that doesn't mean like moving every five seconds and moving to a different country or something but like you should always feel like this like excitement in your bones to like do something you know do something and don't get so wrapped up in a routine and a list and just how you think your life is supposed to go because where is the fun in that where is the fun in playing along with this timeline you invented in your head you know as much as we hate when like the unexpected is thrown at us when all these like random little things are thrown into our day-to-day that isn't how we plan things to go you know like me waking up late this morning or you know just x y and z mercury and retrograde just throwing shit everywhere you know we have to kind of laugh and kind of respect it a little bit because you know those little unexpected things like just things that just throw throw a wrench in our plan you know it all does have probably a greater meaning but also I think that it all kind of plays a part in just the the crazy mess beautiful mess that is life you know I was listening to this song by Adele it was right as rain such a freaking good song I like forgot about this song I was listening to it I was walking home last night um in like the early hours of the evening and I was just walking with my airpods in you know in a crowded area don't worry I wasn't walking like on like a crazy little like side street with no one there and like scary um I'm very safe in New York even though I do live alone but um I was walking in this this song I was like listening to like like a playlist and it ended so you know how like on Spotify it'll play like the next like song that's similar or something like that and so it played right as rain and I was like what I forgot about this song but it's so good after this you guys need to listen to this song but basically in the song Adele 
is talking about like who wants to be right as rain wait who wants to be right as rain it's better when it's wait how does it go who wants to be right as rain you know what i'm talking about right as rain all right you guys can just chill while i'm looking up these lyrics okay right as rain adele okay 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 because when the hard work don't pay off and i'm tired there there ain't no room in my bed as far as i'm concerned so wipe that dirty smile wow this is a sassy song i love it i feel like lizzo would love this song um who wants to be right as rain it's better when something is wrong you get excitement in your bones and everything you do is a game when night comes and you're on your own you can say i chose to be alone who wants to be right as rain it's harder when you're on top wow Woo! that's deep it sounds a lot different when it's being sung i guess it says go ahead and steal my heart to make me cry again because it'll never hurt as much as it did then we are both right and no one had blame but now i give up on this endless game Okay, Adele is a freaking genius. I'm just going to say it now. Like, if there's not one more thing you listen to in this episode, just listen to that. Adele is a freaking genius. But I digress. Okay, take a shot every time I say I digress in the podcast. I just recently rediscovered that phrase, and I say it all the time now. So anyway, um, I do think that, you know, with every step forward and every step backward you know in life I feel like it's kind of a series of steps forward steps backward you know even if it doesn't look like that for other people or to the outside world it like kind of is you know in my life I feel like you know when I feel like everything's going right then like I'm just kind of waiting for like something to go wrong and like then you know ultimately there is a step backward and then there's a step forward and like a leap it's just like a series of like leaps forward steps backward step forward leap backward you know things like that it's just like a very a push and pull sort of life that we live and you know we have to remember though in in doing that you're still you know eventually you're still moving forward even though it's slow and even though you are like taking some steps backward you're eventually still moving forward and it kind of reminds me of like a board game where you're you know you're you're advancing around the board game and you're like going you know forward but then you know your opponents are like you know in certain board games like you had to take steps backward if you like hit the wrong you know roll the wrong um, number on the die and like whatever and so I feel like that's kind of how life is sometimes. You know, life is like a freaking board game. And you're like going forward and you're going back. But you're like all the while you are still moving. Okay, you are still advancing even though some of those advancements are, you know, backwards and then forwards again. And so I think we have to kind of picture it as like ground that we're covering. You know, we are covering so much ground even if it feels like we're in a fog. Even though it feels sometimes like life is ending when we're out of a relationship. You know, things like that. And, you know, with every, with all the ground that we cover, we collect things along the way. You know, the more you travel, the more you wander, the closer you get to eventually getting it right, whatever that looks like for you, you know. And I don't think journeys ever really end. I don't, you know, until you are literally on your deathbed. I don't think your journey is ever, you know, ending. You know, even though sometimes it feels like, like your world is ending. Like I've been in feelings like that where I'm just like, just so utterly just, just spent you know and I think journeys don't necessarily end like you're still constantly replaying reapplying applying you know the lessons and I think that like a journey you know like the journey that we take I think each and every one of us each person is a journey you know you don't end you just change directions okay you just change your season your seasons change and like for now I feel like this is kind of a season of 
of newness for a lot of us even though it's summer I feel like spring is kind of like synonymous with newness and like spring cleaning and all those like bullshit ideas but like you know I think that this is also what you know any period can be a period of newness for you like whenever you're listening to this episode and as a bus just like goes by okay that is just so rude so rude I'm getting on to a good point here rude <laughs> you know I think that you're not necessarily lost ever I think that you're just constantly rerouting you know on you know when you're trying to get somewhere on your phone and you're using Siri and it's like you, you go the wrong way you like take a wrong turn and they're like rerouting rerouting like I feel like whenever we feel lost or we feel like we're just kind of our heads underwater and we don't know what we're doing just remember you know remind yourself that you're just rerouting you know you're not lost you're just rerouting and you know there's an undeniable radiance in the people that view their lives as something that's not ever finished you know and that's not to say that we should always be like dumping people and like you know ending everything that we start and like whatever I think it's kind of it's more of an inspiration for us that you know even if like yes we are in this beautiful relationship if we are but even if it ends we are not worthless we are not without purpose okay I think that in any relationship you should always check yourself and think you know if this if this relationship ended tomorrow would I be okay like would I be sad yes you're allowed to be sad you're allowed to be sad mad any of the above but will my purpose be gone no hopefully no so yeah I think that's kind of my little my little takeaway I think that's it guys I think that's all I have to say um for tonight's episode I hope this was kind of helpful you know talking about mercury and retrograde and how it fucks everything up and uh ends of relationships uncuffing season all of the above was discussed tonight hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode and I will talk to you guys all maybe next week I'm on vacation I don't know if I'm gonna do an episode next week but I'm gonna certainly try so anyway talk to you guys when I'm sunburnt bye (laughs) 